Welcome to NBA Storytime. I'm Jamel Johnson. Today's story is about the game within the game. No, not players competing to see who has the smoothest jumper or the most thunderous dunks, but who has the best sleeve, the sickest ink. Now fire up that tattoo gun and hit play. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back in the day, if you had a tattoo, you were a sailor or a circus sideshow act. Lydia, oh Lydia, say have you met Lydia? Lydia the tattooed lady. Tattooed people couldn't get hired without having to cover up their anchors and hearts with shirt sleeves in order to work a respectable job. But we're done with that shit. Now everybody has a tat. I mean, I have one. I'm not gonna tell you where or what it is, but I will say it involves Linus from the Peanuts and that I do not show it in polite company. It makes sense that basketball players got all linked up too. Think about it. They like to express themselves on and off the court and they also want to look cool as shit to intimidate their ops. Which is basically what the Polynesian Culture Center says tattoos were originally for. Tattoo comes from the word tatau, which signifies honor, strength, virtue of Samoa. Today, everybody including the bench warmers have tats. Even the G League is inked the fuck up. When did tattoos make their way into the league, you ask? Well, the answer is they probably were there the whole time, but dudes just covered them up. Some upstanding G.I. Joes probably got their tattoo in the war, then never spoke a word to anyone after agreeing to play ball for the Rochester Royals or some shit. Would you like me if I wore a uniform? Why, I just love you! Believe it or not, players had to fight for their right to present themselves the way they wanted, a fight that's still going on to this day. And we don't mean their tattoos are copyrighted like Mike Tyson's. It's not coming off! This is a real tattoo! Certain players still have to cover up certain tats. You couldn't get a tattoo in Oklahoma until 2006. It's still illegal to get one on your face in South Carolina or Rhode Island. The stigma against tattoos isn't totally gone. But let's back up a minute. When did tattoos actually enter the league? Who had the first one? I do not know. Knowing how the trend started in the NBA is tough. Back in the day, tattoos were put on the body where it was hidden. Most fans didn't even know their favorite player had a tattoo unless they had a sitcom-style awkward locker room encounter. Knock, knock. Is everyone in here decent? Oh, boys, that's disappointing. (laughs) Regardless of who was first, Dennis Rodman was best. He was the pioneer who really started openly rocking this shit. 
During his rookie year with the Pistons, the Worm became obsessed with veteran Adrian Dantley's tatted up hip. Dantley, right to left up top, running room. He goes down the alley, lay it up and score it. Adrian Dantley with 20. Dantley was sporting some tattoo art, and it's one of the earliest tattoo stories regarding the league that you can find. Adrian Dantley, a DC legend. We couldn't find a picture of Danley's tattoo, but we can tell you it also involves Linus from the Peanut. This doesn't seem to fit the modern spirit. After playing with Danley, Rodman slowly started to cover his body with tattoos. He wanted to be different, and he did things to intentionally stand out. He was never a normal player in the league. He represented the bad boy and leaned hard into that persona. Dude wore wedding dresses to book launches, got his hair painted to look like cheetah print, my guy even allegedly pierced his scrotum. We contacted several women in North Korea and still could not confirm this story. We laugh, we sing karaoke, we do a lot of cool things together. And we ride horses, we hang out, we go skiing. He wanted tons of attention and he wanted to be left alone at the same time, which is a hard move to pull off. What about the Olympic uh, dream team this time around? Were you, you not on this dream team? Uh, how'd you feel about that? And uh, what are your thoughts about, you know, the Olympics and basketball and that kind of thing? Well, I don't think I would have had any fun. Really? Just, how come you weren't on that team? Uh, just because, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and he did set himself apart at the time, but he also helped open the door for other players who took tattoos mainstream. Allen Iverson. And I said, um, only reason you got that little five million a year is for running around after me. And the man looked at me and said what I would have said. Thank you. No player influenced the NBA culture we see today as much as Allen Iverson. Some wanted to have MJ's jump shot. Michael down low, fadeaway wow. jumper. Wow, he wasn't even set on that one, was he? Some wanted to have Akeem's footwork. Turns inside. Oh, oh. And some wanted to be able to strangle their coach like Latrell Sprewell. But everyone, and I mean everyone on earth, wanted to be like AI. Iverson wore super baggy shorts on the court, had cornrows, and dropped a hip hop album with lyrics so objectionable, NBA commissioner David Stern got it shut down. AI wasn't trying to be a distraction or a sideshow feature like Rodman, he was just trying to be himself. And the league couldn't stop him from becoming an icon but they did try and control it. You cannot stop him. You can only hope to contain him. The worst example happened when Iverson was invited to be on the cover of NBA's Hoops Magazine's Holiday Edition. Before social media, getting on a Christmas cover was like getting retweeted by all 16 Kardashians. But when the cover came out, uh, it was all fucked up. His chain, diamond earrings, and tattoos were airbrushed. They fucking airbrushed out his fucking earrings. Iverson's quote on the matter. Nah, man, you can't do that. That's not right. Hey, I am who I am. You can't change that. Who gives him the authority to remake me? Everybody knows who Allen Iverson is. That's wild. That's kind of crazy. This is the first I've heard of it. But I am personally offended that somebody would do something like that. They don't have the right to try and present me in another way to the public than the way I truly am without my permission. It's an act of freedom and a form of self-expression. That's why I got mine. To reiterate, this was a magazine published by the NBA. 
Soon after, more and more guys started to get tatted. Many of the players who followed Iverson's lead were deemed thugs by David Stern and his goons, who applied the tag to anyone in the league who started to look like Iverson. The real turning point in tattoos becoming mainstream in the NBA was Kobe Bryant. Once the 3P Lakers break up, Kobe embraces his bad boy era. I won't elaborate. And he emerges one summer with tattoos and a new black mamba persona. And once Kobe got his, no one was about to call him a thug. He was already the league's chosen one. And that's when everyone jumped in. Even Richard Jefferson. Stop, that's not nice. Listen. Now, 75% of the league's inked up, and it's harder to think of a superstar who doesn't have tats than does. Go ahead, I'll give you a second. And no, Tyler Hero doesn't count. Things have changed so much, there's guys who never would have made it without tats. Think about Kenyon Martin with zero tattoos. That guy would be managing a Kroger somewhere. You see, no matter where I go, no matter what I'm doing, someone's always asking me about Kroger. Don't think about it for too long, though. It might upset you. GQ even has a series of videos where they ask the players for the meaning behind the tattoos. Second tat, you see the stars that say Bill going down. I have four brothers, and each one of the letters represents one of my brothers. When a magazine that's known for its fancy suit-wearing dudes is asking about your tattoos, you've hit the mainstream. At this point in the NBA, tattoo competition is a game within the game. Players try and outdo other players' tattoos with bigger, bolder tattoos of their own. We can now enjoy tattoos as God and the ancient Polynesians intended, as both decoration and marks of strength and virtue. Or we can not. We got dudes taking this stuff seriously, and we have guys who are trolling themselves, trolling us. Some of these tats have to be a joke, right? Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet! <laughs> what about mine? Dude, what does mine say? <laughs> Sweet! <laughs> what about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! <laughs> what about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? One piece of advice before we say goodbye. If you're gonna get a tattoo, be sober when you get it. You'll love it twice as much when you're drunk. listening to NBA Storytime. I'm your host, co-writer, and stretch three on the floor, Jamel Johnson. Harry Swartout is our producer, co-writer, and a man heavily invested in rec specs. Daniel Hardigan is our script editor and the guy who mops up after people who fall down under the basket. Devin Shepard is our associate producer and the only one who makes sure we all get on the bus on time. Thank you, Devin. Haley O'Shaughnessy is our consulting producer and leading the league in bench points. John Yales and Peter Moses are our executive producers, and they also insisted on calling their own fouls. Real good to you guys. Got an idea for a story you want us to tell? Leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll put it in front of our Podcast Homeowners Association to see if we're allowed to make it sometime in the future. And I'm not repainting my fence. NBA Storytime is a Blue Wire podcast. Catch you next time.